When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't forget to follow Seven Lamb Productions on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Seven Lamb Podcasts. Seven Lamb Productions presents Atlas Avenue B. Case 3 The Gold Hawk. Hot 5 Pocket Rocket. The next day I went into the office for a bit, but headed home around noon. Paul and I were planning on visiting the Soft Pop Casino in search of a regular player known as Logan Antergaard. Hey, Jimmy Jong, uh, what should I wear? And should I put my badge front and center? No, Paul, we need to look inconspicuous. I want to look inconspicuous. You know, but I also want to know what inconspicuous means. It means we don't want Antergaard to know we're watching him. <laughs> so how do I wear my badge? You don't wear it. You put it in your pocket. Yeah, but my pocket's got holes in them. All of them? Yeah, sometimes I need quick access to my dick. Why? Never mind. I don't want to know. Just wear something casual. I was changing out of my suit into dress pants and a sports jacket. Is this casual? Paul was wearing a pair of jeans and an unusual jacket. Then I saw the zipper running horizontally across the midsection. What the hell is that? That's cool new jacket that your she-devil lady gave me. What? When? When did you see the she-devil? Arthur and I saw her at Home Depot. She was with her new husband that replaced you. And she just gave you a jacket? Yeah, she was happy to see me again. I introduced her to Arthur and we all ended up having fun. We had Home Depot fun. The new husband that replaced you, uh, um... Donald. Yeah, yeah, I should remember that. (laughs) It's the name of my favorite duck. Anyway, Donald, the husband that replaced you, he had some extra coats in his car, so he gave one to me and one to Arthur. They're pretty cool, right? Yeah, no, they're stupid. Uh, It makes no sense to zipper horizontally. Sure it does, Jimmy Jong, for when you don't want to wear the whole coat. (sighs) Are you really going to wear that? I love it. The she-devil said I looked great in it. It was so frustrating. I know Lauren was just being nice, but it was frustrating that all of a sudden she was back in my life and making friends with all my friends. She did know Paul from when I was in the force, but she never kept in contact with him. All of a sudden, they're out having Home Depot fun. And then Edith? What the heck was that all about? She just becomes friends with Edith? And Arthur, shit, we're friends now, and even though I don't like him one bit, she's also becoming friends with him? Jimmy John, you okay? Let's just go. Paul pulled up to the extravagant soft pop casino. I hadn't been here in years. 
I gave up on the card playing game a while back. My father was addicted to gambling and I almost went down the same path. Luckily for me, alcohol was the only vice I acquired from my father and still possessed. We entered the soft pop casino, which was aptly named due to its airing of soft pop music such as Jason Mraz, Snow Patrol, and Ed Sheeran. It was weird. Poker and Ed Sheeran didn't mix. Although Ed Sheeran didn't really mix well with anything. <laughs> Shots fired. Okay, so I have a man on the inside. Like an informant? No, uh, more like a guy who works here that I gave 20 bucks to let me know when Antigard got here. And is he? Here he comes now. Antigard? No, 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 the inside man. Hey, Paul. Hey, Eric. Eric looked to be in his early 20s. He wore a classic brush uniform consisting of a blue shirt and black pants. He had long hair and longer arm hair, which was weird. Is Antigard here? Not yet, but he just called. He'll be here shortly. He'll be playing some high-stakes game on the private table upstairs. Any way you can get us on that table? Physically? What do you mean? Do you want to lay on that table? No. Oh! You mean you want to play on that table? Yes, that makes more sense, right? I guess. Can you get us a seat at the table? It won't be easy. Shit. No, wait. If I add two chairs to the table, you guys could use those. What? Okay, it will be easy. I'll just add two chairs to the table. Then you guys can sit in them. Yeah, but will Antigard be suspicious? He's never been suspicious of chairs before. I mean, with us sitting in them. I'm not sure. I believe he's seen people sitting in chairs before. Yeah, but will it be weird with us sitting in the private game with him? I don't know. How weird are you two? <sighs> Just get the chairs and let us know when he arrives. You got it! Jesus! Brush Eric jogged off. Well, this may go horribly, but I guess we'll make do. Right, Paul? 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 Paul was gone. I scanned the sea of people. I walked over to Paul standing in front of an ATM. Paul, this isn't a slot machine. Well, sure it is. I just slid in $20. I think I'm winning. Paul pressed buttons like crazy. This is an ATM. Ew, gross. Asked him out? No, an ATM, an automated teller machine. But I put my money into it and all I won was a stupid piece of paper. Yep, that's a receipt, Paul. You deposited $20 into your savings. So I lost it. I just said it's in your savings. It's That's literally the opposite of lost. What do I do now? I don't know. It's asking if you want to make another transaction. No. I'm done with this stupid game. Again, not a slot machine. Some stupid cheating piece of shit. Paul punched the side of the ATM. I'll win money somewhere else. Let's go to the races. The South Pop Casino had it all. Slots, dice games, poker, table games, sports betting, and racing. But I forgot how weird this place was. In fact, it surprised me how weird Kenneth Heights was in general. Why was the city so crazy? And why was I just realizing it within the last year? Ooh, there's a track! Hurry, let's place a bet! We rushed outside to where people were smoking and chatting and waiting for the next race to begin. Mutual! Mutual! A pair of mutual walked over with cash in hand. Why, hello there, gentlemen. Would you like to place a bet? Yep. I thought you guys got rid of racing. Dog racing? Yes. So you brought back horse racing? No, 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 no. The city outlawed both horse and dog racing. I looked over at the large oval dirt track behind the mutual. Then what's racing? Why, birds, of course. We're about to place a bet on a bird race? 
Well, if you are, you better place the bet soon, because they're off in a minute. What the hell? I'll put five on the macaw to place, and then I'll put ten on the dove to win. There are different types of birds. Why, of course there are. What, you think there's going to be what, eight macaws racing each other? Yeah, that would be ridiculous, huh? Are you placing a bet or not? Where do they race? Around the track? No, no, that'd be madness. We let them loose on the track, and they can kind of, kind of just you know, take off. What does that mean? Well, they're birds, man. They fly away. How do you know who wins? We really don't, but I guess we should track them. But we kind of just let them loose. So then no one ever wins? No one has won yet. Then why are people betting? Have you seen the jackpot? It's up to two million! But no one can win it because you guys have no idea which bird wins. Listen, I'm going to give you a hot tip. Even though I'm not supposed to do that sort of thing, don't place bets on the ostrich or emu. They usually get stuck on the track, you know, because of the the offense and the flightless birds. Yeah, I know that. But the toucan, God, the toucan, he's running good. He's a fast flyer? No, no, he he literally is running good. He broke a wing, wing last week, so all he can do is run. This may be the dumbest thing I've witnessed in a while. So, you gonna place a bet? No, I think I'll keep my money. Good luck winning the two mil. You could say that sarcastically to everyone here. Jimmy John, race is about to start. Alright, the birds are ready, and they're off. The emu and the ostrich are ahead and making good ground, but oh no! They're stuck behind the track fence. The toucan has caught up, but he too is stuck behind the track fence. Now they're just running around in circles. The dove is taking the lead, flying high up into the air. The dove is trying to hold the lead, but the sparrow is catching up. Wait, no, the eagle just killed the sparrow. Brought it into a tree and is devouring it. The macaw and Arctic turn are neck and neck. The dove is losing steam. They're flying higher and higher. I can barely see them, folks. Up and up. They're in the clouds, and they're gone. No one wins. Oh, damn it! What the fuck was that? Paul, Paul, Logan Antergaard is here. Let me place one more bet. Apparently they got an egret that can reach 20 miles an hour. No, Paul, come on. I pushed Paul back inside, and we headed over to the cashier cage to get chips. Grab your chips and head over to the private table. It's upstairs and to the left. Don't worry. I added two chairs so it doesn't look suspicious. By the way, the buy-in is a thousand. Thanks. Eric trotted off. I walked up to the cashier and pulled out a thousand in cash. I stopped by the bank earlier today because I figured I'd need a buttload of bills. And I had enough to fill the biggest butt imaginable. Hello, sir. There you go. Now, how would you like this? In... in chips. Right. But what kind of chips? The biggest denomination is fine. Oh, are you new here? It's been a few years. I see. Things have changed here quite a bit. We don't have plastic chips. What do you have? Chip chips. The cashier grabbed a Dorito and munched down. I'm sorry? Awesome. I hope they have cool ranch. You play with actual chips here. We take things very literal. But actual poker chips would make it literal too. Chips do you want? What are the denominations? What do you mean? Are Doritos worth 10 bucks or more? What's the worth on Pringles? I'm not understanding. You and I both. You want me to just set you up with a thousand in chips? Yes, please. The cashier gave me a bowl full of Doritos, Pringles, Lay's Originals, and Cheetos. Well, what, what about me, Jimmy John? You don't have money? Well, I'm, I'm a 
little light. How light? I only got a 20 left. I'm supposed to spot you $980? Oh, actually, I I don't even have the 20. I forgot I lost it in the slot machine. ATM, Paul. Just go withdraw it. I don't know how to draw. I always flunked art. <sighs> Make this count. I threw another grand on the counter. Uh, I'll take all Cheetos. Do Cheetos count as chips? They do here. Have fun and good luck, guys. We headed upstairs with our bowls of chips. I love Cheetos so much. Paul, don't eat them. We need them to play. Oh, I'm not, but I'm hungry. Well, we'll get something later. That's a thousand dollars worth of chips right there, which is odd since I could easily buy a bag of the same size for three dollars at Albertsons. We made our way to the private game. There were five people sitting around the table, including the dealer. Paul and I strode up with our bowls of chips and sat in empty seats. Hello. Hello. My name's Paul. And I'm James. Is it okay if we play here? The name's Logan, and it's fine with me, as long as you can buy in. I think these will speak for themselves. I dumped the chips on the table. Paul did the same, but not before eating a few more. Paul! I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Welcome to the table. As I said, my name's Logan, and this here is Angelo. Hello. This is Faraday. How do you do? And this is Lucy. Hi. We play regular Texas Hold'em. I take it you two know how to play. We do. Then let's get this game underway. Logan was a tall red-headed man with a goatee and thick sideburns. He nodded at the dealer. The dealer dealt out the cards. Faraday and Lucy quickly folded. The flop came queen 6-6. Six, six. Antiguard bet 100. Angelo folded and so did I. It was now just Paul and Antiguard. All in. Really? Hmm. I'll call. Showdown if you like, gentlemen. Antiguard showed pocket sixes. He had four of a kind. A very high hand in poker. Paul showed a four and five of hearts, which was absolutely nothing. What the hell was he doing? The dealer put out a turn in River, Queen and Jack. Mr. Antiguard wins with four of a kind sixes. What the hell were you going for, Paul? You had a five high. Oh, I thought my five was a nine. How would that have helped? I forgot how to play poker. Oh, well. We'll have to pick up some more chips at Albertson's on the way home. You know that cost me a thousand dollars, right? I'm going to bet on the birds. Good luck, Jimmy John. Paul! Paul! Paul walked off down the stairs. Do you need to go, too? No, no. I, I'd like to keep playing. Then let's play. The dealer dealt out another hand. The game went on for an hour. I folded pretty much every time. Wasn't getting anything to play with, and finally a hand came my way. It wasn't the strongest, but I could make it work. Sir, it's on you. Oh, um, it's been a while since I've played here. I'm not sure how to bet, you know, with food chips. Bet whatever you mean to play with. Right, but what's a Cheeto worth? Well, tell me this. What's a Cheeto worth to you? I don't understand. 
If you have a good hand and you really like Cheetos, bet a Cheeto. But if you don't care for ruffles, meaning you're fine with losing a few, then by all means, bet a few ruffles. So that means what's worth a lot to me isn't necessarily worth a lot to you. That's correct. Everyone has different tastes. You may love Pringles, bet a lot of Pringles, but I hate Pringles. So I'm fine with losing a lot of Pringles. I call all your Pringles. Yeah, but what's the actual worth of Pringles? I told you. It's dependent on whatever you like. I sat staring at my two hole cards. You okay? I think I may have wasted a couple thousand dollars today. What's a couple grand? <laughs> yeah. I ended up betting several Cheetos and Antigard instantly folded. Sorry. I didn't have anything. And Cheetos are my favorite. <sighs> okay. The game went on for another hour. I tried making small talk with everyone at the table. Logan was a pretty chatty person, although I'm sure a lot of things he was saying were lies. He told me of his time growing up in a small town of Ferretville, Missouri. He mentioned his love of poker and how he was planning on attending the WSOP this year. Do you play professionally? I do have a day job as well. What do you do? I just recently became a carpenter. Really? You like woodworking? No, no. You've misunderstood me. A carpenter. I'm a musician. I don't follow. The Carpenters. Oh, you're talking about the band. I, I didn't know they were still a thing. Well, technically, they're not. I took over for Richard, and my wife, she took over for Karen. We've only just begun. I see what you did there. What? Nothing. Never mind. The dealer dealt out the next hand, and I finally got a pocket pair. I bet. Angelo, Lucy, and Faraday folded, but Logan called. The flop came queen, king, ace. Logan bet. I raised. He smirked. The turn came. King of clubs. Logan eyed me. He smiled and went all in. I returned the smile and called. Okay, gentlemen. Showdown. The dealer threw out the last card. An ace. Logan showed his pocket kings. Four of a kind kings. Everyone at the table ooed. Then I showed my pocket rockets. Four of a kind aces. Son of a bitch. Fuck. You've got to be fucking kidding me. Shit. Son of a goddammit. Antergard stared me down. Good hand. Then he stormed off. Sir, I'm going to buy back in. I'll be right back. He just needs some time to cool down. We continued to play. Logan eventually returned to the table with a large bowl of chips. He dumped them onto the table and separated them into different chip categories. Okay, okay. That was extremely uncalled for. It's okay. Happens to the best of us. Yeah, but I should be able to control it better. A brush walked up and over to the table. Is there a James here? James? It's me. You have a message. The brush handed me a piece of paper and shuffled off. I unfolded the paper, written inside, Get out of there now. I looked up and around the room. What was this? Who was telling me to leave? You okay? Fine, yes, fine. Action is on you, sir. I fold. I read the paper again and then shoved it into my pocket. Couldn't be real. Then suddenly the brush walked back upstairs. James? Yes? 
Sorry, forgot to give you this message, too. I unfolded the small piece of paper. It read, Seriously, get out of there now. What the hell? Is this serious? I mean, it says seriously. I'm dumb. I forgot. One more message. Here you go, sir. I opened up the next message. It read, What the fuck? This is serious. He's going to kill you. Run! I looked around the room. Who was sending me these messages? And who were they talking about? Who was going to kill me? And my gaze drifted over to Logan Antigard, who stared at me and smirked. Oh shit. I had to get out of here. Now. Atlas Avenue Beat. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Isa Yazdezadeh. Starring Jack Austin as Locke, Amy LeRae as Edith, James Sweezy as Paul, Brian Messick as Arthur, Robert M. Lamb as Joey, Corey Pettit as Lauren, Aiden Diamond as Simon, Contendo as Byman, Mike Lenhart as Curator, and Brett Wilkins as Donald. Co-starring Mitchell Beck, Evelyn, Seth York, Crystal Hall, James Brown, Cody Meadows, Lewis Farron, Caitlin Spring, Dennis Caldwell, Amber Simpson, Sean Sullivan, Hope Ennis, Melanie Kissel, and Luke Hurt. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Also, check out www.7lamb.com for other podcasts such as this one. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 7lampodcasts and on Twitter and Instagram at 7lampodcasts. This has been a 7 Lamb production.